once forged in the fires of PR and journalism, Curtis Dewar and Corey Westbrook united to create C-Squared. Now on our podcast, we interview musicians and other industry professionals to give you an inside look on how to take your music to the next level. Hello, you are listening to the C-Squared podcast with Holly and Curtis, and today's guest is the wonderful Alex from Blood of Indigo, who have got lots of exciting things coming uh, in the fairly near future, so keep an eye on that. Um, so yes, Alex, thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you guys for having me. I've been looking forward to doing this podcast for a long, long time, and I'm very grateful to be here. So thanks for having me. Woo! So do you fancy, for anyone who doesn't know who you are, uh, fancy giving us like a nutshell introduction, who is Alex and what who you are, what you do? All, all right. All well, I love answering the nutshell question because I listen to this podcast often and I sometimes sit around like waiting for ways to make a really interesting introduction. So I got one prepared for you. My name is Alex Centurami and I am the lead vocalist of Blood of Indigo. And not only that, I am also one third of the Dark Fantasy Metal World Tag Team Champions. And I got the belt to prove it too. So if you want some of this, you better step inside the ring of fire and you will remember <laughs> Alex Centurami, Nathan Gross and Mama Mariusz Suppose, And we are Blood of Indigo, baby. Can you do that in a Super Mario voice too while you're at it, Alex? A Super Mario voice? Yeah, can you do it in a Super Mario voice while you're at it? It's me, Alex Centurami, and I have the Dark Fantasy Medal World Tag Team Championship. And that's me. <laughs> oh boy, we've already devolved right at the very beginning here. We're already so, off uh, the shenanigans because I'm always listening to the podcast and I'm like, you know what? Like, how do you guys like start off so serious and then all of a sudden it's just like what is your favorite reptile or actually better yeah what's your favorite dinosaur where's Gaia um but anyway now let's um, talk about music so 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 Alex Alex we're the interviewers here yeah sometimes I forget that I'm not the interviewer and I have to A Alex is turning around the, Alex just is trying to do an think. interview with us <laughs> just what so, you think that you have all the answers. Ah, I changed the questions. Thank you, Rob. So, so before Holly starts running off at the mouth like she always does because she's a gabber, um, let's start off. So uh, we were going to be talking about uh, things like mailing lists and interest, boring stuff like that, rather not interesting stuff, obviously. So um, you guys have a, not a huge mailing list, but you have a mailing list for a band that doesn't have really much music out. So um, can you kind of tell people why you guys focused on doing the mailing list first you explained it in a past podcast i think but you should re-explain it because i think it's been like a year since you were last on uh yeah so i'm gonna basically just go over that like uh i, I guess i i don't remember what i said in the last podcast but i'll briefly kind of mention what i think i said which was the reason why we started with an email list first is because it's the number one driver of sales and it's a way for you to reach your customers or your fans directly. So let's say you're building your social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, wherever. And let's say Mark Zuckerberg decides to just like sell Facebook and all of a sudden it turns into Costco. And you're like, ah, oh, crap, now it's a grocery store. It's not a social media platform anymore. And this isn't going to do anything for me. So all of my followers now became store credit. So what do I do? Well, I have no way to contact my fans other than what? My email list. 
So what we do is we'll be sending you an email saying, hey, uh, there's no more Facebook, there's no more Instagram or anything else. So this is our way of, connect of connecting with you. So um, what the email list does is it allows us to connect directly with our fans without any interruptions, without any algorithms, without any Facebook disappearing off the face of the planet. And um, it's one of those things that is basically digital real estate, really. So it's yours. And so we thought it would be a good idea to start building an email list based on um, giving away three free songs. And since we have no music out yet and we're on our debut album, we thought it would be a good idea to just let people sample the songs. So we gave people Angelus, The Faceless Vampire, Sphinx Collector of Eyes, and Anne-Marie Indigo. And those three songs that we have are three of our personal favorite songs. And honestly, it's hard to choose between 10 songs, which one is going to be your favorite when you love all of them equally. But we chose those ones because they have character and they're based on characters. So um, we thought it would be a good idea to kind of make it sort of like a video game where you have like three bosses kind of it's like and then mm -hmm. we kind of structured the email campaign that way where each email would have a little bit of a backstory about the character a little bit about the song and turn it into an experience and that's another thing that email lets you do too it lets you create experiences for your fans and i think it's a very useful tool for building your fan base especially when you're getting started i agree so do you prefer coffee or tea coffee Holly's question. I was trying to distract you and that didn't fucking work. You just answered it just bam like that. <laughs> yeah, coffee's way better than tea. Uh, sorry, tea guys and girls. Whoa, uh, <laughs> whoa, I just realized something. You're all so wrong. Holly, Holly's but, drinking know. tea right now and uh, she might she might have some fighting words to say about this, I just realized. Do you have fighting words? <laughs> well, Holly? I guess it's... All right, Holly, let's, let's hear your piece. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Come on, dude. Just... Bring it on. I don't know. It's, I mean, obviously, it's like a British thing, right? Um, but it's kind of like the world could be exploding or the best thing in the world could happen. And tea just like it suits everything. It's always there. It's comforting. That's why I drink it. <laughs> you know, something like like tea is cool because it's undercover, right? Like I go to somebody's house and I'm like, I'm at your house. And we're sitting around like having a conversation about something that's like really boring. And this typically happens like in either family settings, like where you're just kind of like trying to hang around the adults and you're almost 27 years old, but everybody else is older than you. So you're just like, oh yeah, bob my head. Or they're just like, Alex, you want a tea? I'm like, yeah, I want a tea. So they make you the best tea you've ever had. And you're like, you know what? This is nice. But like- so <laughs> But, you know, but I do love my family members, of course. So big shout out to my family. They're awesome. But like, but like just kind of painting a funny picture because, you know, I'm just, I'm so just, I'm if, just like if, that. So if Blood of Indigo was going to do a merchandising thing with tea or coffee, would it be, so it'd be coffee versus tea? Absolutely coffee. Okay. Sure. So how would, how, what, what flavor would a Blood of Indigo coffee be? It's <sighs> a good question. Honestly, it would probably be like, it would just be like the tastiest flavor. It would probably be like some kind of like, uh, be like a hazelnut kind of like Nutella tasting kind of thing, because that's what we like. It would be because, because like Mario is like a coffee connoisseur. He has like a coffee machine that looks like a transformer. So when you walk inside his house, he, he'll be like, what kind of coffee you want? I got every single coffee on planet earth. And like, I'm just like, 
I don't know, just the one that tastes like a nice coffee. And then he's like, bro, all of them are nice coffees. So then he'll make you like the tastiest coffee you've ever had in your entire life. You're like, what's in it? And he's, he'll just be like, it's exactly what they make you at Starbucks. I figured out the recipe. And I'm just like, man, that's, this is awesome. And then we just get to writing sick albums and we just, and, and yeah, like I, I like coffee because coffee is like a forward moving uh, energy. You know, tea is very like, let's sit down and like talk about things that are proper, but coffee is just like, Hey bud, let's have a coffee. Yeah. And then you just so, start kicking ass. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to flip this over to Holly for a second then. So Holly, what would a disconnected souls tea be? Oh, that's mm, okay. You know, it might be like a peppermint actually. Fair. Because that's Fair. probably the one tea that we all, or most of us, agree with anyway. So, a peppermint tea, is it going to be caffeinated or decaffeinated out of curiosity? Um, it should probably be decaffeinated, but I'd have it caffeinated. So, okay. Fair. Fair. Alex, what about the coffee? Is it decaf or regular? Please tell me it's regular. It's regular. Why would you cool. want to fall asleep having a coffee? Like the reason why I'm having that coffee is so I can go and like be a thunderbolt in my real, in, in, in life. You know, I had a coffee before I came here. So now like my head is on fire. <laughs> so back to a serious question here. So actually Holly hasn't been given the opportunity to talk and it's her podcast. So I'm going to shut up for a minute. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll go back to your mailing list quickly, if you don't mind. Um, Absolutely. How's the uptake been? Because obviously it's, you're offering music because you've not released anything yet. Um, so when you're offering something, but people don't really know who you are, how do you, how do you get to them? Um, well, it's a good question because it's actually like, it, 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 it's like, it's, it's like, I don't know the, I, it's like, I don't know the bigger picture yet because I'm still like at the point where we're building an email list and experimenting. I feel like we're just kind of trying things but I'll probably have a better idea of like what the experience was like once we get to the other side of releasing the album. So then I can tell you in contrast what like the experience was like right now, it feels good because we're starting with um, we're starting from scratch. Like we started from absolute scratch. We started with nobody knows who we are. And from there, we just started focusing on things like branding and things like our music and things like ourselves like we just kind of be ourselves and we just focus on the things that we're interested in and that's kind of what has, has to be honest been bringing people in um you know it's it's like the music is a big part of what we do but i think what is bringing people so much interest in what we do is the fact that we're having so much fun doing it and then when you hear the music that's really just the byproduct of the amount of fun that we're having that's really attracting people to come and see what's going on um we're, we're basically bringing people into this email list solely on curiosity so we have illustrations we have ourselves that we you know we take pictures we do funny videos we show clips of the music we're making we have the email list once we've actually sold the people on checking us out and from there when somebody actually comes into our circle and listens to the music um from there they can actually invest in what we're doing and so far all the people who signed up for our email list have been really positive about it and it's been really amazing and they've been inspiring us a lot and you know the fact that we have absolutely 
zero album out right now <laughs> and and that we have excitement about it is 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 a really good sign to us and it's really inspirational and we have fans that actually message us regularly checking in on us asking how we're doing telling us that they love the music that they heard so far and we're just getting a lot of like when's the album when's the album when's the album we just want to get the experience already which is just like so amazing because we spent five years making this album like it it, it feels like it's it feels like it hasn't been that long but we started from absolute zero we started with an idea we started with we just want to make a big, awesome, evil-sounding symphonic metal band, a, a sound. And from there, we just started listening to bands that we thought inspired us, and we thought about what we wanted to sound like, what we wanted to look like, and took inspiration from different things. Like for me, like a lot of my inspiration for like the concepts and the storytelling really comes from my childhood and just being a storyteller my whole life and when I was a kid I got the most excited about writing short stories and telling stories about like you know like fantasy and horror and the combination of the two things coming together and uh and then playing games as an adult and 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 just things that I'm genuinely interested in already just kind of being poured into the music and the performance side of my personality which is also a big part of me as well because I've always been a performer and me and the guys are all storytellers in our own way. Um, I'm not a complete instrumentalist. Like I took piano lessons when I was a kid and I got to level two in RCM, but I took up vocals when I was like 22 and I first learned clean vocals. And then I just gravitated to harsh vocals because I just loved the intensity and the monstrousness that came with it. And the first time I saw like, like for me, my favorite vocalist, like male or female is Angela Gosso. And she, when I when I saw her perform for the first time, I saw that look in her eyes bulging out of her head. And I was like, holy mackerel, like I want to have that intensity because like I, I felt like my energy matches hers. And, you know, Krista from Lutharo will tell you all about how Angela is just an amazing front woman. But um, yeah, like I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but I do want to finish this by saying that um, in terms of the email list, like the way that we built it was really, it was built on passion. It was built on desire and it was built on what we love doing so much. And that is being creative and pushing our energy forward in the most authentic way possible. Cool. So if you had to pick a Timbit, which Timbit would you eat, like to eat the most? Chocolate. Chocolate, just plain yep. old chocolate? The chocolate glazed one. Okay. Fair. Can you explain? Can you explain to Holly what a chocolate, what a Timbit is? Because she probably has no fucking clue. Oh, okay. So a Timbit is basically like a doughy ball, and it's like a donut, but it's not. It's 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 like the same ingredients as a donut, except you're turning it into a sphere. And you might look at it first and say, "Why are you serving me meatballs with sugar on them?" And then you'll probably just eat it and be like, "This is pretty awesome." And you'll probably get about 12 of them in a pack and bring them to like your like son's banquet hall or something for his soccer game. <laughs> that's basically, that's, it's basically just donuts, but they're like little round things. So let's have a little talk here about uh, Tim Hortons for a second here, since Holly knows nothing <laughs> about it and we got to exclude her from the conversation in some way. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so let's talk about Tim Hortons for a second. You a fan or not a fan? Number one. Me personally? 
No, the other person in the room. Who do you think? Oh, oh yeah. sorry. I, I, sorry, I zoned out for a second. I apologize. Jeez, Alex. I was like, they have Tim Hortons in the UK? No, they don't have Tim. That's what I mean. They don't have Tim Hortons in the UK. They might do, that? but I, I don't know. I've not seen them. I'm oh. pretty sure they don't have Tim Hortons in the UK. Like, who fucking wants Tim Hortons in the UK? They got tea. <laughs> <laughs> well, going to Tim Hortons in Canada is just kind of like, all right, well, I guess we'll go to Tim's. <laughs> but, but are you a fan of Tim's? You didn't answer the question. Is Holly a fan or am I a fan? No, uh, you, Alex. <laughs> I, I zoned out. I'm asking you to fill me in. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase the question. Let me get back to what I was saying at the beginning here. So I'm asking you, Alex. Me, Alex, you, the human being. If I'm a fan of Tim's. Belt, yeah, are you a fan of Tim's? Because Holly is in the UK, the land of no Tim's. I see. Ooh, apparently, this... it's now in the UK. Apparently. Okay, the land of one, U, one, one restaurant then. So is Alex a fan of Tim Hortons, first of all? I like Tim's. There's nothing wrong with Tim's. I like their donuts and I like their coffee. And their hot chocolate is okay when it's not watered down. And uh, if I had a choice, I would go anywhere else but Tim's. But yeah, Tim's is... I don't like it. It's like if Starbucks and Tim's were there, I'm like, ah, I guess I can spend like seven bucks on a coffee. But like... At least it'll taste better if I'm going to get a coffee. Because, like, normally I just feel like, let me just make a coffee at home because I have it here. And if I'm yeah. if I'm stranded in the middle of nowhere and there's, like, tumbleweed flying by and it's like, oh, Tim Hortons, and I'm hungry. And I'm like, ah, I guess I'll go there. <laughs> and then they you go in. Have, their wraps aren't bad, though. I don't mind their wraps. Their wraps are okay. I've never had one. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not, like, gourmet food. But, I mean, it's better than McDonald's slightly. But Oh, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. McDonald's is just, like, well. McDonald's is McDonald's. Yeah. But uh, cough, the coffee tastes like piss. It's fucking horrible. It's like... Yeah. Especially it's like when it's worst. cold. Oh, just any temperature, it's fucking horrible. Yeah. It's just, I can't fucking drink it. It's just like... Anyways, where were we going with this conversation? Holly, back over to you since I had to derail it another time here. I mean, yeah, you're not selling it to me, so I probably won't bother trying. Oh! oh. Now, if you ever come to when you come to Canada, not if you ever, when you come to Canada, um, and you're here, um, and you see Tim Hortons because there's like one on every corner at least where I live. Because I'm assuming you're going to come here at some point. Um, I am not taking you there. Fine. Yeah, you're not allowed. I'm, I'm not. You're not allowed to drag me into fucking Tim Hortons. <laughs> not, and I'm not taking you there. I don't care how much you fucking beg. You're not going. I'm not taking you there. You can walk in there on your own. But I ain't fucking, I ain't going there. I mean, you're really not selling it to me anyway. So. Tim Good. Hortons. <laughs> Good. Like, Tim Hortons is like the gas station of coffee places. You yep. go there not because you want to. You go there because you have to. <laughs> and usually when you walk in, the floor is wet. And then you walk inside the washroom. Oh. And there's usually, like, either somebody already in there. And you're like, oops, sorry. And, or you're just like, this is disgusting. Somebody needs to clean this. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 bad. Um, anyways, back to the main subject. So we only got like 10, 15 minutes left here. And we gotta uh, talk a little bit more about uh, blood of indigo, even though you guys okay. So here's here here's the thing. So um Blood of Indigo has like one song out right now, or yeah, one song out publicly, three songs available if you sign up for their email list, which is at which is at uh so it's so if you check my <laughs> if you check the link in my bio um you can go to uh so that's on instagram or facebook or or twitter you just go to link in bio and you can just go to uh 
there's a link there that says sign up for three days of dark fantasy metal. And if you sign up there, you're going to get three songs over the course of three days. So you get Angelus, the faceless vampire on day one, you get Sphinx collector of eyes on day two and Anne Marie Indigo on day three. So once you're in, you're in, and you're going to be the first to know when pre-orders are open for the debut album, Dawn of the Shaded World. And there are 10 songs on that album total. And I should have coordinated before pointing at you and asking you for what the link name is. But anyway, <laughs> I would be like HTTP dot PS. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll make life easy for you. You can just go to bloodofindigo.com and sign up there. Bam. That makes it even easier. I don't know why I didn't think of that. I guess I'm just like, I'm, my, my, that coffee must have just like shot my brain <laughs> out this morning. <laughs> so now you're a band that basically has like only three songs out. Um, your debut album is coming out in a few months. What do you realistically kind of hope to achieve by what you guys are currently doing? Because you've done like a little bit of a long build up. Like, what are you looking at? Are you trying to be metallic? Like, what do you think? Like, what, what's happened? What's, what's in Alex's mind and the rest of the band's mind? What's in mind for us and the rest of the band's mind is that long term, we want to be the biggest band in the world. That's long term. I'm talking short term right now. Oh. So you really, so what is what is your short what is the actual short term goal by doing? Well, let this? me finish my sentence, Curtis. Okay. <laughs> the fight. Uh, so short term is that well, we, well, we have a hundred CDs on hand right now, so we want to sell all yeah. one hundred of those CDs. Um, on top of That's that, good. we want to make sure that we sell all of the, but we want to sell all of the merch that we get. So we're going to have a hundred shirts. We're going to have a hundred CDs. We're going to have a hundred collectors canvases, and that's the first merch item that we're going to be starting with. So, so okay. So we want to sell, we want to sell what we have and we want to get a start. Right. And to us, yep. we're counting the small victories. We're not trying to be metallic overnight because that's not going to happen. No. Um, but we, what we want to do is we want to be, we don't want to be the next Metallica. We don't want to be the next anything else we want to be the first blood of indigo yep. we want to do we, we want to be us and we want to be the most authentic expression of what we do and in order to get there i i think that we're the music industry right now is in a place where we're selling an experience and you know what we want to do is we want to bring in fans we want to, and what we do with our fans is we treat them the same way that we would treat any of our friends like they message us we message them back we talk to them like they're our friends uh we have normal conversations with people we don't you know do that whole like uh, well i'm not going to step from outside the velvet curtain kind of thing that you know you might have seen from the 80s and 90s era but what, what our goal is that we is we want to build genuine connection with our fans we want to really establish that we genuinely do care about them and from my education from savvy musician academy was from with leah McHenry. she she often emphasized that you know, your sales are not always made on the front end. You're not just like saying, wham, here's my album, buy it now. Uh, a lot of the time what you're doing in this generation of, of the music industry is you're bringing in fans organically from your email list or from your social media. You're getting to know these people and then you're making your sales on the back end. When they've gotten to know you a little bit, they've listened to your music, they know who you are and they're now interested in investing in you. So it's a long game process. And to me, it's a really exciting thing to be part of because we love doing this and we love building connections with our fans. And, and that's why we did it in the first place. We wanted to make music that was a genuine expression of what we love. And we want to be able to connect with people on a deeper level. And to me, not only from a musical standpoint, but from a human being standpoint, like all, all of my friends that are in my circle, I have a close connection with. I establish long-term friendships with the people that I get to know in my 
in my circle and in my everyday life. You know, I don't go around just trying to make friends with people for three months and then get a new best friend the next day. Um, to me, I genuinely value friendships and the people who are in our circle who are supporting us the most, like we, we, we interact with them regularly. Like we comment on their photos, they comment on, our, on ours, they message us talking about video games or talking about life or, or philosophy or music, how we got our start, you know, all these things. And even like, you know, production advice, like, you know, these are all things that like we like to talk about and we try to connect with our fans in a genuine way, like as if, well, not even just as if, but because they are our friends, like our fans are our friends. These are people that we would genuinely want to go out and have a coffee with. Fair. Um, so we're at about five to eight minutes left. So Holly gets to uh, pick the last few questions here if she wants to, otherwise I can do that. Hmm. If you could be a road sign, what road sign would you be? A road sign um i would be is there like i would be like the i would be the yes sign like a Which? green a green circle around a straight arrow i don't know if that one actually exists because i'm trying to think of what you're talking about i actually i'm actually <laughs> i don't think sure. that, that that sign doesn't ex probably doesn't exist in ontario uh, but if, 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 like, I guess like if I, I it would make more sense, if, if, if anything, I would, if, if I wrote, if I, for a road sign, if this count, I'd be a green light. Uh, okay. that, that is. I guess that <laughs> makes more sense than a green circle around a, a, full, a, 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 a straight arrow. I mean, I, I, I know, know why I said that. I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I said Yeah, I see it. I see it. I Maybe know what you're talking about. The green light or the, or the straight arrow? I see the street, street, uh, street arrow, the uh, straight arrow one now. I know what you're talking about now. I've probably seen that sign somewhere. Although, like, I don't have a car, so like, I'm like going based on driving school. <laughs> okay, so um, I, I, I got, I got something. I got one last question for you, if, unless Holly's got something. So, okay, so if you had to pick between um, one or sorry, 500 CD sales. Or, I think it's, I can't remember how many streams it is. So, or whatever the equivalent is in streams, what, which would you pick? The CD sales or whatever the equivalent is in streams? I don't remember the number. And why? Um, the Blood of Indigo, obviously. I'm going to say CD sales. Yeah, why? I'm going to say CD sales because that's a long-term customer that you've acquired. Okay. If somebody buys a piece of your art, they are investing in you. When somebody is streaming you, they're dabbling with you. They're just trying to see what you're all about. So a stream, Ooh. a stream is because that's what the thing with streaming platforms is they're there because they want to listen to you on Spotify because it's convenient for them. If somebody is actually taking the time to go to your merch site and support you, that's very different from going to your Spotify and listening to your music because they think your stuff sounds cool. Okay, let, let me hear Holly's opinion on this too. I think she's got the same one, but I want to hear and then I'll give my opinion on this and then we can all argue about this for the last three minutes. <laughs> I guess, yeah, my I would be CDs and that's that's partly because I like the full artwork experience that you get with CDs and, it, you know, it's kind of the same with vinyl and stuff. Because um, like with our Boring Elements CDs, I'm sorry, this is turning into a plug. It wasn't supposed to be. But um, like- Do it anyway. Do, do it anyway. anyway. <laughs> and yeah, let's hear the plug. Give us the whole like, used cars, car salesman pitch. <laughs> Do it. Go. 
one six seven three six. Uh, but yeah, uh, so it's like art, more element CDs. There is artwork, you know, in the booklet and the CDs and stuff that you don't see anywhere else because it was designed specifically for that. And yeah. um, like we've put little quotes in the booklet and stuff. And I don't know, I just feel like it's more representative of the album than just going on Spotify or iTunes or whatever and you just get the little square at the front cover. Yep. Yeah, so like, it's, you guys want to see the album? Experiencing. Uh, we don't want to share it yet, Alex. Oh, show me after, show me ah, after. This, the CD is in my hands right now and I can't show it on screen yet or else I would like completely spoil everything for everyone. Oops. Not yet. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yes. <laughs> um, anybody listening to this and not watching, uh, Alex was going to hold up the CD and I don't, we don't want him to yet because uh, we want him to wait on the slow reveal since we're doing the PR for him. I almost ruined everything. Woo. No, it wouldn't have been ruined. It wouldn't have been ruined. It's just I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm wanting to hold back a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm moving. I'm feeling very eccentric this morning. I just realized something. You probably already shared it on social media, like at some point in the last few months, didn't you? Nah. Okay, so I shared an older version of the album cover like okay. five okay. years ago. There's but a newer the version now. Oh, the, the CD. CD. You haven't shown the CD yet, have you? Oh, nobody's seen the CD yet. The CD looks awesome. It's a okay. whole experience that I'm not going to tell you about yet. Cool. You love when that happens? Uh, that's the best. Um, okay, I think we're going to wrap up now. So, Alex, thank you for coming on. Hopefully people learned a little bit. We were kind of goofy, but we did talk about mailing us a little bit. Yeah. We did talk about promotion. Um, Alex's new CD is coming out later this year. Um, I don't... Did we already announce the date? I don't fucking remember. Did we announce the date? Uh, we didn't officially announce the date, but it's in my Twitter bio anyway, so... Oh, then announced... Feel free to say the date then, because I, I for some reason I couldn't remember if we already announced the date or not. Okay, so feel free. So, and if I, the Shaded World is coming okay. to you on August nineteenth, two thousand and twenty-two, and it's going to be awesome. And we cannot say anything more. But I later can't this say week, anything more. But later this week, we are going to actually be kicking off the PR campaign for Blood of Indigo. So, if you are a journalist, yes. well, um, journalists, journalists get to hear. <laughs> Journals get to hear it. No one else gets to hear it in the meantime. Uh, first single drops in May. I can't remember the exact date off the top of my head. Alex, do you remember? May 27th. Boom. So we be on the lookout for it May 27th and the full album in August. Uh, other than that, Holly, do you have any final words you want to say before we let Alex go? Um, you should probably drink less coffee. I probably should because I'm wired today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm so wired today. I just am. I, I got so wired that I lost track of questions and said things that like just trailed off into nothingness. But nonetheless, guys, I'm so happy to be here. And I feel like I'm just kind of like a kid in a candy store right now. And I'm always so honored to be able to do this because I love it so much. And You're very I, just, welcome. I just want to say thank you guys so much for having me. And it was a wonderful opportunity. Well, you're a wonderful person, Alex. Oh, thank you. So, for this. so you guys. with that, uh, Holly's also a wonderful person. I don't want to leave Holly out of this. And uh, with that, uh, we are going to end this podcast now. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help spread the word by leaving us a five-star review on your platform of choice. You can also join the conversation by following us on any social media and suggesting guests or topics you'd like to learn more about. Thanks for listening to C-Squared.